1: On this episode of News
3: World. These false allegations started against me from the very beginning. False evidence, complete lies, going back to the dodgy dossier. Every allegation in
2: there, all the people I've met, is a complete joke. The only parts of the dossier that were included were those that pertained to Carter Page, and some of that was corroborated. There is circumstantial evidence of collusion. There is direct evidence, I think, of deception.
0: I told you that I thought that was a Kremlin clan, and these were his allies? I believe there was collusion. This is what the president tweeted.
2: So we now find out that it was indeed the unverified and fake dirty dossier that was paid for by crooked Hillary Clinton and the DNC that was knowingly and falsely submitted to FISA and which was responsible for starting the totally conflicted and discredited Mueller witch hunt.
1: Donald Trump is trying to link the
2: Steele dossier with the start of the FBI
3: probe which became the Mueller investigation. Not accurate. Complexly 0407 Page lived in Russia. During this time, Page began dealings with Gazprom, a giant oil and gas company with ties to Putin. Special
0: counsel Robert Mueller has exonerated the president and his campaign on the question of collusion. This is a definitive political victory for President Trump.
2: And this is a big victory for Donald Trump. This is a... A win for this president. And the news is Trump won this weekend. The president and his campaign were vindicated.
0: A vindicated president, Trump made his way back to Washington. He's
2: been vindicated by authoritative report. The president has just been vindicated in a very big way. There was no coordination or
0: conspiracy. So this vindicates the president on collusion.
1: Hi, this is Newt. Due to the virus, I'm recording from home. So you may notice a difference in audio quality. On this episode of Newt's World, Carter Page is a model American citizen, a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy, a successful businessman. He even served his country clandestinely as a source for America's intelligence services. But all of that work was not enough to protect Carter Page when he had the temerity to support Donald Trump for president. He became a target of the FBI and career justice department officials who wanted to harass Trump, the candidate, and then unseat Trump, the president? In his book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page himself tells the shocking and sordid story for the first time. Carter Page is a private citizen who found himself in the midst of a real life spy story. For the story in his own words, I'm pleased to welcome my guest, Carter Page. Let me share with you an excerpt from Carter Page's new book, Abuse and Power, how an innocent American was framed in an attempted coup against the president. Carter writes, quote, after three years of pushing their false narratives in the American public, the Obama era leadership of the FBI, the CIA and other intelligence agencies have gradually been exposed as partisan operatives. They created the Russia collusion hoax to preserve their power and to silence their opposition. Carter Page's case and the FISA abuse surrounding the 2016 presidential campaign showcased their tactics, but he was hardly the real target of their attacks. This was an attack on Donald J. Trump and the movement that he has led from the campaign trail and the Oval Office. The people charged with protecting our rights launched an assault on American democracy and the core principles of justice enshrined in the U.S. Constitution. For a while there, you must have felt like you are in the middle of a really bad movie. I mean, all these different things are going on. You must have been very disoriented.
3: I have to say, Speaker Gingrich, I had some good training. Like you, I completed my doctorate, and I've had all kinds of great academic and practical training throughout my life. But the one training element that was the most helpful was a training program at the U.S. Special Warfare Center in school down in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And that prepared me for the intense pressure and really the life threatening damages that I was subjected to by an odd coalition between the DNC, their media allies, and the Obama Biden administration.
1: At the beginning, you actually had been helping the U.S. government. So from that standpoint, you must have had almost a sense of. You had some kind of protection because they knew who you were and they knew that what you'd been doing had been for them. How did you come to grips with the reality that they had turned on you?
3: I actually came to the realization very early in the last presidential election cycle because I kept getting these false allegations. Again, I was an unknown quantity at the time, and the DNC had a multi million dollar smear operation to basically take down then-candidate Trump via a lot of people that he was associated with. It was all false allegations, as has now been proven, based on the very preliminary investigations that have happened so far by the U.S. Department of Justice, Office of Inspector General, the U.S. Congress, both in the Senate and the House, in terms of some of their preliminary investigations. But it's really just the tip of the iceberg. And I think, as you're correctly alluding to, what was done to me shouldn't be allowed to happen to anyone, and particularly a candidate for the presidency. I mean, these people within government abuse their oath of office. And in doing so, they abuse the U.S. Constitution. And it really is a terrible situation. And I think we're just at the start of really fighting back and getting some justice here, not just for me, but for all innocent Americans and people that love their country.
1: Isn't part of this, not just about you as a person, but if we allow this kind of behavior to go unpunished, every American citizen is potentially at risk for the kind of abuses that you were put through?
3: Yes, absolutely. I guess the one small silver lining is that with these revelations, after amazing research and work done by the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee under Chairman Grassley and Chairman Graham, and also the House Intelligence Committee under then-Chairman Devin Nunes, they really started to uncover it. But unfortunately, there has not been a full reckoning yet. And that was really the objective of this book, with so many lies that are still driving the narrative, as you've talked about, related to a lot of other false information campaigns in the media and by the Democrat Party over the last several years. It's essential to have some semblance of truth out there. And what my book does is really lay out the important fundamental facts, which have not been fully understood by the American public and, more importantly, U.S. voters, particularly now as we're heading into this critical election in less than two months here.
1: I was astounded at how the system used the steel dossier when it was so clearly false in so many different ways. I mean, when you look back on it, it wasn't an almost willful blindness for them to continue pretending that that was a serious document?
3: Everything you're saying is correct. The only thing I would question, I think, which Chairman Grassley, Chairman Graham, Chairman Johnson, and so many other senior members of Congress have stated, based on their in-depth investigations thus far, is the willful blindness is actually the best case scenario. I think there is a lot of serious evidence that It goes beyond that, and I think in many cases, in the interest of advancing their political and personal interests, the Democrats did this intentionally. And I think there's a lot of evidence related to that, which continues to grow as we dig into more of the details of what exactly happened in the last presidential election cycle.
1: Throughout history, there are clear moments that define our nation's path, and now you can own a piece of that history. I am thrilled to announce the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin from Legacy Precious Metals. My limited edition, one-ounce silver coin commemorates the historic victory in 1994 when the Republican Party, under my leadership, took control of Congress. The Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin also symbolizes the transformative political platform that led to landmark achievements like the overhaul of the welfare system and the Balanced Budget Act. This holiday season, give the gift of history. The Newt Gingrich contract with America coin is more than an investment. It's a tribute to honest government and to America. Available to order right now by calling 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or order online at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com.
2: CNN underscores Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic
1: art. You
0: know, I had to like
1: My first campaign was in 1974. I remember Watergate, which started out as the break-in, and Nixon ultimately got caught up in the cover-up. But the more the evidence comes out, the clearer it is that the chain runs all the way up to Biden and Obama in White House meetings where they specifically discuss these things and where we now have records that they discuss these things. Doesn't that make this a dramatically bigger political scandal and threat to our system than anything we saw in Watergate?
3: You're absolutely right. And it goes so much further. That small break-in that occurred in the Watergate Hotel, it would be interesting to put that in dollar terms. How much did political operatives in Washington pay for that operation than 2020 dollar terms adjusted for inflation? What we know for sure is that this was a multi-million dollar smear campaign funded by the DNC through all kinds of cutouts. There were political consultants as well as their lawyers, right, which has all kinds of implications in terms of attorney-client privilege or the attempt of hiding between that veil. And, oh, by the way, this actually used foreign agents, these are people, operatives, overseas, literally using the term collusion. These foreign agents, paid for by the Democrats, were colluding literally with Russian sources, as has now been uncovered only recently, just in the last couple of months. Again, there was this big 480-page U.S. Department of Justice Inspector General report about the FISA abuse against myself as a way of damaging then-candidate Trump and throughout the early start of his administration. But what we now know and what has been disclosed through all these unnecessary redactions, the Senate has uncovered that one of the redactions was literally Russian disinformation. All of these false smears, these operatives of the Democrat Party and their colleagues were leveraging Russian disinformation throughout. So I think your characterization is absolutely right. There's a lot that needs to be done to rectify this.
1: The way you describe it, who was manipulating who? I mean, were the Russians manipulating Obama and the Democrats, or were Obama and Democrats manipulating the Russians?
3: This is another example of core questions that have not been fully uncovered, right? My story in this spy thriller is just basically laying out the truth. And there were some terrible offenses against American democracy that were committed. It really is the responsibility of all Americans to push back and demand that the Congress and the operatives within the U.S. Department of Justice and in our federal bureaucracy finally give the full story because these are terrible crimes that were committed and there really hasn't been full justice yet. And I think particularly now, as we're so close to the next presidential election, it's essential that American voters know the full truth. And this is really a call to action.
1: When did you first realize that there was a problem?
3: At the very beginning, in the summer of 2016, I started getting these terrible calls from journalists. The first one actually was from the Wall Street Journal. One of the Wall Street Journal reporters texted me saying, we've heard these allegations that you are working with these sanctioned Russian officials, and they named two names, one of whom I'd never even heard of, and the other who's a massive power player in Russia, this guy Sechin, who is the head of Rosneft, the largest oil company in Russia, who I've never met in my entire life, neither of whom I had met. And I set the Wall Street Journal straight, but I kept getting these calls, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN. So many big news outlets asking these same allegations. And finally, because I have served the U.S. intelligence community, and I do have some contacts therein, and I got the word in, I believe, early September 2016, that this effort to dig up dirt involving foreign operatives was paid for by the Democrats. So I knew quite early on, and then sure enough, my world was really turned upside down on September 23rd, 2016, when this blockbuster report, again, all filled with false allegations, was filed by the reporter Michael Isakoff, and was used as part of the basis for the next month in October of 2016 for this abusive process by the Obama-Biden administration and the operatives within their DOJ and the FBI to spy on the Trump campaign via myself.
1: Then you discover that the people who you had actually been working with apparently didn't talk to the people who have decided you were guilty. You had a pretty long record of actually being a reliable associate of the American government, not an enemy.
3: Absolutely. And look, I think this all comes down to a difference of political opinions, right? a different vision in terms of U.S. foreign policy. And it was a real retribution, as we now understand through what has been uncovered with these really aggressive intelligence operations by the Obama-Biden administration. It was just a way of infiltrating based on totally false information and allegations to misportray me from the very start as something I was not. I've served my country going back to the early 1990s when I was a U.S. naval officer after graduating from Annapolis and have served my country ever since in various ways.
1: So somebody who has your record of having gone to Annapolis, served in the Navy, actually been helpful to the intelligence community, if somebody can be framed the way you were, then isn't it fair to say that virtually anybody is at risk if the deep state really wants to go after them?
3: Absolutely. And there has been more work and more things that have been uncovered. Just last week, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals had a big case, which they called many of these surveillance operations illegal. I mean, it has now been set straight. You mentioned Watergate and the fallout. There were steps that were taken by the U.S. Congress, signed into law by the president in the 1970s, known as this Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. And various provisions within that were actually manipulated and used in very aggressive ways, not only to spy on the Trump campaign via myself, But again, per that Ninth Circuit decision, it's now been established that several of these programs in having much broader application against all American citizens have now been shown to be illegal. What President Trump and his administration have been calling for is really a reckoning. I mean, he has been abused in a way which is totally unprecedented in U.S. history. And it's important that steps are taken to reform this system as he has called for. These are really human rights, civil rights abuses. and
1: It's actually astonishing. I occasionally look up and think between the news media, the intelligence community, the FBI, the Justice Department, the Democrats in the House, the fact that he's still standing is astonishing.
3: I fully agree. As I explain in the book, you look at what I've gone through, and it's a small pittance compared to what he has somehow endured. It's really a testament to his character. This essentially has taken over my life over the course of the last four years. The reality that he's been able to achieve so much despite these extraordinary headwinds is truly amazing. And I think it's something that sort of gets lost in the bigger picture because when you take a step back and look at the full portrait of what happened over the last four or five years, it's truly amazing what he's nonetheless been able to do despite these extraordinary crimes against a loyal American citizen.
1: I've always been a strong believer in the importance of investing wisely. That's why I've personally invested in Legacy Precious Metals. At Legacy Precious Metals, they're not leaving your financial future to chance. They're on a mission to help you secure your financial future post-retirement. In partnership with them, I'm thrilled to announce the launch of the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin. This limited edition coin is made of one ounce of 99.99% fine silver, commemorating the historic moment when... Against all odds, we balance the budget for the last time in U.S. history. This coin isn't just an investment. It's a piece of our nation's history. And now you can own it. As the holiday season approaches, it's the perfect gift. You can purchase yours today by calling 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or order online at newtgingrichsilvercoin.com. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is
0: Allison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like,
2: you've already won me over. Oh,
1: that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very slow. one. all the options. In spite of <laughs> me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Do you think that the greater need is for effective enforcement of the existing law, or do we actually need some additional laws to take into account these new kinds of behavior?
3: It's a great question, and I think the reality is it's a little bit of both. On September 1st, there was a big press release from DOJ talking about some additional steps that they're taking to enhance compliance and oversight and accountability at the FBI, which was so severely misused to damage the then candidate for the presidency and throughout the early years of his administration, and to a large extent to this day. But alongside that, I mean, these are just policy changes. And the abuses and the crimes that were committed goes just beyond basic policy. This is the core of the U.S. Constitution in terms of fundamental civil rights, which are the foundation of our country, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. These are laws that have been completely obliterated. And the whole basis upon which they were enacted and signed into law by the president in the 1970s have been totally ignored. So it's a little bit of both. There are additional steps that need to be taken, absolutely. But I think more fundamentally, we need to return to the basic principles which have been the foundation of our country since the very beginning, at the start of our new republic.
1: Well, I just want to tell you that what you've done is citizenship at its best. You were an active citizen in serving in the Navy. You were an active citizen in helping your country gather intelligence. your willingness to stand, take the heat and not buckle is in the best tradition of American citizenship. And your willingness to continue fighting for reform is in that tradition. So I wanna thank you for what you've done, what you continue to do. I wanna urge people to get your book, Abuse in Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President. Right there, you capture one of the most important moments in our history, And you're a witness to it at a personal level. And I know how much this must have cost you psychologically and financially. And I just want to thank you for hanging in there as a good American.
3: Well, thank you so much, Speaker Gingrich.
1: And now I'll answer your questions. Kathleen R. from Illinois asks, what do you think is the most effective way to counter the negativity and lies of what used to be the mainstream press. It is almost impossible to discuss Trump's many achievements when the news media does not cover or even acknowledge them. No wonder the president has such an overwhelmingly unfavorable rating. Well, Kathleen, I think that the best way to offset it is social media, putting things out yourself on Twitter or Facebook, emailing your friends, calling in to talk radio, This is not like the America of 40 or 50 years ago, where three networks dominated everything. And the truth is, despite, as you point out, five years of unrelenting hostility to the president, his social media network is so large, and his support from talk radio and from Fox is so great that he actually fights to about a tie. It's been an amazing achievement on his part to be able to do that, and I think that we have to give him some credit. That's a great question. It's something we all have to work on. And you personally can play a role, both on your own social media and in interacting with talk radio and interacting with various websites. You can read more about Carter Page's new book, Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President, on our show page at newtsworld.com. neutral World is produced by Gingrich360 and iHeartMedia. Media. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers and our producer is Garnsey Sloan. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich360. Please email me with your questions at gingrich360.com slash questions. I'll answer a selection of questions in future episodes. If you have been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcast and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. On the next episode of Newt's World, for the third episode in our three-part series on Dwight David Eisenhower, I'll be joined by Ike's granddaughter, Susan Eisenhower. She'll talk about her new book on her grandfather, How Ike Led, the principles behind Eisenhower's Biggest Decisions. We're also going to talk about the dedication of the new Eisenhower Memorial in Washington, D.C. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. Ever thought about owning a piece of history? Introducing the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin from Legacy Precious Metals. My limited edition silver coin celebrates the historic Republican victory in 1994, marking a turning point in American politics, give a gift with real historical weight this season. Order now at newt Gingrich Silver com. That's newt Gingrich Silver com.